Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Anyone can love a rose, but it takes a lot to love a leaf. It's ordinary to love the beautiful, but it's beautiful to love the ordinary. Author Unknown When we change our view of the world, we deepen our understanding of our own lives. Yo-Yo Ma This podcast contains cuss words, FYI. It's entitled, Perception. Within two days, these sayings came to my attention. I took this to be a sign from the universe that they would anchor my next podcast, even though I had no idea how to link the two. And then I heard a conversation where one participant was talking about how bad drivers sent him into such a rage that he called them assholes out loud, and then suddenly thought to himself, I wonder how many people think I'm an asshole. And I knew I had found my bridge. I had to laugh out loud at this sentence because it was me exactly, especially the out loud part. What surprised me later, though, was how that sentence inserted itself into my everyday life, showing up when I started to get irritated or even angry. This is one of those gifts life bestows on you, whether you like it or not. I wonder how many people think I'm an asshole, certainly deepened my understanding of my own life. For one thing, it clearly underscores feelings of superiority I can use as a justification to get angry at anybody. Underneath these superior feelings, of course, is just the opposite. It's an old coping mechanism from my upbringing that has not served me well for years. And although I've tried to get a handle on this part of myself, I've had little success. Oh, sure, I can momentarily let something that irritates me slide, but over time, those old habits return, and there I am, angry at something that has nothing to do with me, and worse, is none of my business. Talk about an ego buster. I just don't like this feeling at all. So I thought being able to laugh at myself about this part of who I am, that I try to pretend isn't there, is a lifesaver. I get to see when I'm allowing myself to go down the street in a bad neighborhood and take it lightly at the same time. I consider this a win-win for me, not to mention toning down the karma I was building up with my bad behavior. Usually no one was aware I was doing this, but bad behavior doesn't need a witness to be bad. As for loving the ordinary, I like to think I do that, but do I really? Ordinary can mean a good ginger scone as a treat, and it can also be gratitude for the sun shining today. My ordinary day consists of a lot of time spent alone, and while I say I really appreciate having that, I am aware that I often don't stop and feel my gratitude for it. It is ordinary and a whole lot of fun to love a beautiful diamond in just the perfect setting, But I know I can easily be transported by the smell of handmade soap that is so faint I actually have to lean into it to allow its scent to come into my body. 
Somebody put a lot of effort and love into getting that soap just right, and I am the recipient. That's an ordinary occurrence that can easily be overlooked. I just opened a sleeve of crackers that had a rubber band around them to keep them fresh and realized I never take time to think about the many uses of this elastic object. I wonder how many other items are before me each day that I overlook because they seem ordinary. Joan Baez says, you don't get to choose how you're going to die or when. You can decide on how you're going to live now. Well, that kind of sets you back on your heels, doesn't it? One of the things I like the least about dying is that I won't get to feel how happy I am about being alive anymore. That has to include the ordinary, everyday things that bring a smile to my lips or a good belly laugh. Thinking about all this has me wanting to clean up some of my rough edges. Not all of those rough edges, because frankly, I'm very attached to a few, but certainly those ones that don't make me feel that good. I like feeling good, and I want more of that. I think the quote that made me laugh is just the way to get what I want. So, my plan is to let the question of how people think of me guide me into softer thoughts with laughter. My plan is to make this as easy as possible, and it seems like the universe has started me off on a good foot by allowing these very quotes to come my way. Just the other day, someone asked me if I wanted help, which ordinarily annoys the hell out of me because I consider myself perfectly capable of taking care of what I need. I opened my mouth to make a snarky comment, but before I could form those words that... I wonder how many people part of the quote made me laugh to myself, and I replied with heartfelt thanks for their offer, which I assured them I didn't need right then. I admit I did feel a little bit like I was possessed, but in a good way, so I'm going to let that be the open door to a change I would really like to make in my life. If you aren't one of those people who seek out inspiring quotes, you can generally find them right here on this podcast because they are and have been a guiding light for me most of my adult life. Perhaps they'll help light the weight for you too, because don't we all want more understanding of who we are so we can reap the rewards of our ordinary life? Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.